We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, Brian, let's jump into oh, a little bit of mailbag about this. here. I know. Well, right? no, 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 no mailbag. Oh. Rapid fire. Oh, we're going rapid fire. Okay. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Rapid what I was fire. saying is after rapid fire, got we're going to have a mailbag. So people yeah, can get man. their questions in now. That's right. See, I'm here. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. here somewhere. Okay. I know I threw you off by changing up the normal <laughs> IB Sports Talk flow. It's I know, good. man. I'm sorry, but I, I just wanted to let people know we're going to do it a little different tonight. Beautiful. So, Since the OGs are together, but that's yes, right. I, I I am not passing up a chance to do rapid fire, man. Right. I I wish I like I'm not good at coming up with those questions. I oh. I so I any chance that this is how Sean. I mean, this is Sean would have me on and yeah, do a rapid fire, and you guys used to do them all the time. So I'm excited about this one. Some good topics today, too, Vince. By the Thank way, you. I tried to hit it all over the place today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So here we go. Rapid fire question number one. It is blank that Notre Dame baseball is 3-0 and after a sweep of rice this weekend. It's a positive start. It's positive. I mean, you talk about last year, Vince, they they lost their first series against Lipscomb, lost two, two out of three. Uh, the bats really struggled. They lost yeah. – they won two out of three against UNC Greensboro. And, you know, just just they never could find their way. The bats were really an issue last oh, year. Struggle. Yeah. I mean, they had a couple series here and there where they scored, but they just weren't a very good scoring team last year overall. Yeah. So to come out in the first years, I mean, Rice isn't what they used to be. I know they've won a championship in the past, but they were at like 21 and 37 last year. I mean, but sure. still you come out, you go on the road, you go down to Texas, you score, you know, first game, I think it was like three to one, something like that. So it's like, yeah. okay, no bats again. And then you go nine and 13, the next two, right. you had to come from behind in game three uh, bats really came through and a lot yeah. of the transfer bats came through yesterday and they had one of the freshmen, uh, the freshman, I think he's a catcher, uh, hit a home run yesterday. 
So Tito Flores, who you got in the portal, I think from Michigan, had a grand slam in the ninth. Yeah, so, huge. That yeah, was huge. So that was huge. The bats, uh, the bats got going early this year. So it'll be it was nice to see that. So it's a good start. I mean, yeah. it's not it's not super telling on what the season is going to be, but it's uh it's certainly a good start for the program. Certainly a good start. Well, and I do like the fact that they opened up with Rice. And again, like you said, they've been down a little bit, but that's still a parent like that. That's still a name, right? right. That's still a name. It, it turns your head. It, it gets your attention. They're playing Rice. They're at Rice, right? I mean, it, it yeah. is it is truly an away situation, right? Now they get a couple of series against FIU and Tennessee Tech, so another opportunity to kind of get things moving in the right direction. They got a four game series against FIU uh, down in down in Miami. And then they head over to Tennessee to play Tennessee Tech. So the next two series should be ones that Notre Dame can win. Yeah, and, dude. And, and, you know, just kind of really get the juices flowing before they play Purdue at, for the home opener on March 5th, which who knows what the weather is going to be like on yes. March 5th. <laughs> right? I I'm mean, looking at this, Vince. Like, I think all but one of their first, like, 18 or 19 games are on the road. Yes, like yes. you got the four game series against FIU, three game series at Tennessee Tech, then you're home against Purdue, assuming you even play that. Yeah. Then three on the road at Virginia Tech, two on the road against Radford. So they'll just stay out in Virginia for those because those are right by right. each other. And they're almost and, on top of each other from a date standpoint. Yeah. I think that's spring break, it's, actually. Uh, it's eight, nine, ten, and then day 12, off. 13, and then 12, yeah. 15. Yeah. Then you head right down to Florida State for a three game series yeah. down at Florida State against Lake Jarrett. Yeah. And then you're back home for a, a game against Western Michigan and then a three-game series against Miami. And then, a, you know, so it, it'll be a lot of fun. And you and I are going to have to head out to some games this year. I'm 100%. 100%. I, yeah. I'm, you know, me, I used to be a head baseball coach, love baseball. You know, I love following this team when they're really, when they're good, obviously. It's it's even mm-hmm. more fun. But, the, you know, they had a bunch of home runs this, this weekend. And, I mean, it was, I wish I had ESPN Plus. I would have turned on a game or two, but I don't. Uh, but there, once they get into ACC play, there'll be some more games on TV. And, and if you're in the area, it, it used to be free to get in. I don't know if they've changed that policy or not. I hope not because it's always fun to pack the stands at Frank Eck. And I believe they got a new scoreboard yeah. out there with a video board. And, uh, so that'll be, a, that'll be a fun little addition, uh, for the fan experience. So, you know, th- this team, this team is fun to watch, man. This team is fun to watch. And so it, it'll be very I'm very intrigued by the Sean Stifler year two. Yeah. Right. Year one is always kind of a hodgepodge. You got guys leaving, guys coming in. And they lost so much. Yes. From that World Series team. Oh, man. They lost so much from that team. Right. And so now he's had a whole year plus an offseason to kind of shape this team into who he wants them to be. And they're hitting dingers, you know, all weekend. So. Uh, let's see what happens here moving forward, but I like the path that they're on, man. They might be able to scratch the surface of a top 25 team here if they can take care of business over the next couple of weekends. So yeah, should be a lot of fun. Should be a lot of fun. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. Staying at Notre Dame. Switching teams. Men's basketball is on their first two-game ACC win streak in two years. So, in other words, their first win streak at all, since it's only two games, uh, in two years. Scale of one to ten. Chances that they run the streak to three on Wednesday night at Louisville. I'm going to say, I'm gonna with this, Vince, I'm going to go with a seven. Nice. Okay. I like it. Because number one, it's going to be, it's interesting. It's the worst scoring offense in the ACC, Notre Dame, against the worst scoring <laughs> defense in the ACC, which is Louisville. Louisville's de- Louisville is so bad. It is wild. They have yeah. never been able to recover from, from what, what, with Rick Patino leaving. Uh, their last place in the league, they're three and 12 in, in conference play. Uh, they're they're not even I mean they're they're at least 500 at home but Notre Dame has been a very scrappy team they're starting to find some answers a little mm-hmm. bit on offense and the big thing Vince is they're losing they're learning how to close yes they're, they're like Notre Dame is the best nine and six team in college nine and 16 team in college <laughs> basketball I feel you know what I mean because like absolutely they've had so many competitive losses where it's like even at some of the games they lost like by a decent amount was like competitive for a while. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like they really battled. And and so they went through that really tough losing streak and and they just kept competing and they bounced back with back-to-back home wins over Virginia Tech and Georgia Tech who aren't that good. But you're playing one of the worst defensive teams in all of college basketball in this right. in this game. And and you got to hope that you can kind of get that going. And and when you talk about Louisville, this is the team you want to play if your offense is struggling. I mean, they gave up 86 in a loss to Pitt, 89 in a loss to BC, 67 in a win over Virginia Tech, 94 in a loss to Syracuse, 92 in a win over Florida State. I mean, so this team gives up a lot of points. And one thing Notre Dame can do is defend. I mean, that's that's the thing is Notre Dame, Notre Dame's their defense. They got the number, they got the last place scoring offense, but Notre Dame's got the number two scoring defense. Yes, in the ACC. Look this year. What Notre Dame has, they they play good defense. They do, and yeah. defense travels. And so I'm not overly concerned about the fact that it's on the road, because I do think Notre Dame is scrappy defensively. I mean, that is one thing they 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 rebound and they play defense. The offense, you never know what you're going to get from game to game. I mean, let's be honest. I've been to a bunch of games this year. You just never know what you're going to get well, offensively. You were at the Virginia Tech game the, the other night, right? Yes, Where their it, offense looked pretty good. It looked I mean, great. For them. Yeah. Well, and it and it's <laughs> it's very beneficial when you're only when it's not just Marcus Burton as your only score, right? right? And he generally does a good job of setting up his teammates. The problem is the shots don't go down, right? right. And so it it makes you such a better offensive team when you've got the first step of Marcus Burton driving to the hole, doing the things that he does. But then as the team collapses on him, he dishes out and those shots get made. And so is it going to be J.R. Konezny? Is, is it going to, you know, who is it going to be Booth? Is it going to be, right. who's it going to be? Who's going to pick up some of the offensive slack? I like what I've seen the last couple of games. It'd be really nice if they could somehow get more out of Kerry Booth. Yes. He's, oh. he's, he's got a chance to be really, really good. You know, and 
Carrie Booth, Kabajai, I mean, they, if they can get their bigs kind of doing some of the heavy lifting when it comes to offense, yeah. this team could take a corner. I mean, they could turn the corner. Not this yeah. year. I'm not saying that. You are playing the long game here. I mean, Micah Shrewsbury is playing the long game. And don't be surprised. As he should be. Going to be some movement right. on this roster because he's he hasn't exactly been shy about, hey, if you're not on board, we'll help you find someplace else right. to play. You know what I mean? Right. And so – I'm curious to see who those guys are, what that looks like. We'll have Tom Noy on towards the end of the season and and kind of get a recap of kind of where things are at. Did they meet his expectations? You know, you know that kind of conversation, which I'm really looking forward to because Tom always knows what's going on inside that locker room. So yeah, uh, interested to talk to him. But this team's the difference, Brian. For me, when I go to these games, they are a fun team to watch. They yeah. could be frustrating as all get out when the buckets aren't flying down. But man, that they compete, and and I can get on board with a team that competes, and I can get on board with a head coach who's all sweaty by the end of the game because he is coaching the crap out of these kids from yeah. start to finish. I can get on board with this. I, I fell in fun. love with Michael Shrewsbury when he was in. I forget which game it was, but they they embarrassed themselves. Oh, and might have some, been the Citadel game. Some, I think it might have been. Yeah, yes, because that's the one where the former GA dropped like twenty on him, or the yeah. former walk on dropped yeah. like twenty on him. He transferred to Citadel, and dropped like twenty yes. on him. Um, and somebody said they're talking about his son, and he starts talking about how you know he's a really good shooter, and he's like, no, he's not. <laughs> and he starts like, I'm like, that's a that's my dude right there. That's my dude. <laughs> because you're going to win your locker room over that way. I'm not favoring Absolutely. my son. I'll rip him more than I'll rip anybody oh, yeah. else out here. And he benched and, uh, him. He benched he him. He didn't yes, get a lot exactly. of playing time for a while. Exactly. He had to and earn guess it what's back. happened? Guess what's happened? He has been so much better with his shot selection. Yeah. Mike, and I'm talking about his son. That's it. Yeah. He's, his shot selection has been so much better, and therefore he's making more shots, which makes him more valuable they're and moving gets the, him on the floor. They're starting, they're starting to figure out movement, ball movement. That's the other thing. And uh, it, 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 here's the thing you met, nailed events. Once they figure out a way to get some help for Marcus Burton, he's also going to get a whole lot better. Oh, hundred percent. Like, he's, and, yeah, yeah. He's putting too much on himself right now. And part of that he is because to. he's not getting the help that he needs. Yeah. Right. And so he's turning the ball over too much. And right. so, but once he starts getting some of that offensive help, those turnovers are going to go way down. That's right. They're going to go way down. Uh, so it's, like I said, this is a fun team to watch. Hopefully they can string it to three games on Wednesday night. So I'm looking forward to that. All right, let's flip over to the game that's actually occurring right now. The Irish women are on the road tonight at Duke in what feels like a must win after yeah. the last game. So scale of one to 10, the chances the Irish are one of the top 16 teams and Ooh. will host the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament. Okay, that's a big, that's a big one, right? I mean, being able to host those first two rounds, having home court advantage i mean notre dame obviously has an amazing home court advantage they're right on that bubble right now uh brian and so what do you think well i mean i i think it's for me it's a little too early to be too concerned about where that is just because they're the tournament can they could be 21st and then make a run in the tournament and all of a sudden jump up to 20 to, to 16 you know what i mean in so the that's ACC tournament yeah yeah, uh, yeah and yeah. so that's kind of where i'm coming from <laughs> but they're just it's it, to me, I'd say five because they're, they're a scrappy team. They're just a flawed team, in my mm -hmm. opinion. You know, mm -hmm. they're just – they're always going to be heavily reliant on if Maddie Westbelt has a big game, they got a chance. But if she doesn't, they're going to struggle. I mean, you know, because like Hannah Hidalgo pretty much is going to go off every game. 
Right. And that's just kind of who she is. Like she struggled just, like one game and it was yeah, obvious. It was the last right. one. And, and they got destroyed. Helping. And nobody <laughs> you know what I mean. But like, like when she had that yeah. off game, they got destroyed. Yeah. Yes. But yes. she has to do that. I mean, that's the reality of it. Then she has right. to be that person. They're down 30 to 27 at halftime right now. Um, so it was six, they were up 16, 15 right. in the first quarter. They're, they got outscored 15 and 11 in the second quarter. But here's the reality of it. You look at it, and they got zero points off the bench right now. Yeah, Hannah's got happen. 11. You know, Kylie Watson's got a bucket. Anna DeWolf has a bucket. Sonia's only two of seven. Maddie's only made two shots so far. And it's like, you can't, Hannah's got 11. It's 11 and four. Yeah. You know, but yeah. the reality is, is you know, you're just not constructed properly. You know, I mean, Kylie, Kylie Watson can't be your best big. Just right. Can't. I mean, that's not fair to her. She needs to be. She needs to be doing what Maddie Westfeld's sister was for the championship team, you know, like the number three off the bench, scrappy, come in and battle. Yes. And and unfortunately, Kylie's been thrust into a position that, you know, that that's just, you know, it's tough, you know. Right. And so this team just wasn't constructed. They they tried to. We've talked about this in the other show. They, you know, they 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 had some real good success with some portal girls down low, and like Lauren Ebo last year was a, a great pick up for them oh yeah but they just haven't recruited the high school level at down low like they do have a, i mean she's recruited guard as well as any team in the oh, country 100 she's getting here but you know look if you had olivia miles you'd be a different deal if sonia was 100 you'd be a different deal if anna dewolf's 100 kk bransford's been banged up all year i mean yeah. she's been in so you're just you're just you're a flawed team they're scrappy right. they're a young scrappy team though and and so um i just when i when you look at their schedule it's 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 good to me it's they're at 19 right now if you can beat Duke tonight, then you got a shot. But after this, you've got Clemson at home. You're at BC, home against Virginia Tech, home against Louisville. You pretty if you lose tonight, you're pretty much gonna have to run the table. Yeah, to get back into that top sixteen, in my opinion. Agreed. And so uh, tonight's a big one. It's a big one. It is a big one. I, I put it right around the five or six mark as well. I think you know, obviously Notre Dame has that. Hey, this is a really good place to have games you know, in the joy center because, and, yeah. and it, and it's a good place to, you know, amplify the women's game. You know what right. I mean? Because there's, there are places out there that can't fill, they can't fill a stadium. And or, I mean, they can't fill an arena even for the playoffs, right. Even for the NCAA tournament. And so part of that is going to come into play, but only if they're right there on right. the bubble, you know what I mean? Right. And so they're going to have to do some work to get to that point. Yeah. Because you know that they're going to fill that arena right. in the NCAA tournament. Because that's right. just who they are. Now, the, the funny thing is, is this year's team, they have a better record on the road than they have at home. Do they really? Is, yeah, they're 9-2 on the road. They're 8-3 at wow. home. It, it is kind of funny, though, just talking about expectations for the team. Like, Notre Dame is the second, wor- third worst team in the ACC. And we're talking about, I like watching the men's team. They're scrappy. They claw. They're 9-16. and 16. Right. The women's. The women's team is like eight. What are they? Eighteen and six. Eighteen and six. Yeah. It's like, oh, what a disappointing year this has been for the women's. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just Never like bar, baby. Little that's bit like... of different standard, man. Little bit <laughs> different standard. Uh, but uh, that's the thing. Coach Ivy just has to do a better job of of, of combining the portal pickups down low with some really good sure. high school. And and she started off. I mean, they got a five star, top five overall national player coming in. Right, you know Heisman Naismith, Heisman Naismith finalist coming in, who's six four, six five coming in next year. Just need Huge, a couple more yeah. like that, and then then they're going to be really good. 
Well, and I believe, and I don't know if people are going to be transferring and what the deal is, but as far as eligibility is concerned, only Anna DeWolf loses her eligibility at the end of this year. Is Kylie Watson has another year left? Apparently, that's what Sean told me the other day. I was kind of surprised by that, but anybody would know it would be him. So So it must be one of those portal deals or the uh, COVID deals. I'm actually going to look that one up. Yeah, that's what. Well, and like, you know, you, you don't have Olivia Miles. Right. You don't have Cass Prosper. You don't have Emirates. That's and three five-star yeah. recruits. Yes. Absolutely. You know, and Cass was one of your few long players you and she had. Was, she's 6'2". Their defensive strategy is completely different when she's on the floor. 100% different. Because she is able to get into so many passing lanes yes. and just disrupt. She's 6'2". She's got long arms. Oh. She's quick. Yeah. Very, and, and and Becky Obinma not, has not been healthy and not been able to help you much. You know, she's the one you got from TCU. So it's just been one of those just years. It yeah. just it just has, and but like you said though, Vince, if if they do all come back next year, right? Yeah, man. I I mean the the most intriguing part is going to be okay. There's only one ball, so how does Hannah and the all go? And yeah. you know, and Miles, how do they operate when they're both on the floor together? You know what I mean? So, but looking at this, players. Vince, she um. Uh, Kylie Watson was in fact she her true freshman year was the COVID year. Okay. So even though she's played all four years, she has the COVID year. So yeah, she could be back next year. Yeah. So, so roster good. management is going to be really intriguing yeah. in the off season too. And I think Kylie's one of those players that's going to be better off if they can get some help down low as well. Sure. Absolutely. She's uh, a complimentary player. Yeah. Then she doesn't have to, yeah. she, she's there. She kind of has to be Lauren Ebo and that's just not her game. Correct. You know? Agreed. And um, so it's going to be, and then if they can like make Maddie like a stretch player yes. more and not have to let her defend bigs and she's a small you know, forward like yeah, she's a small she's a three is. she's a yeah. three right that, i mean that, that's, that's a stretch for yeah exactly right. exactly yeah. but yeah. i I'm, i just hope that olivia miles comes back i really do oh me too because i'd love to see her and hannah dog on the back oh, again. So like, would I. you know and because you can go big and put maddie at the three you know and, and then you can go small and put sonia at the three i mean there's so many different things you can do if you can get back next year with you're gonna have a legit interior rotation yeah with you know with 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 kylie coming back you've got uh marshall's been a revelation as a nice rotation player sure pass prosper back next year you get the five-star freshman coming in who's going to be your your tallest and your biggest player like you're going to actually now have some options down low you can go big you can go small right now they just they go small they they can't do anything else because everybody's out you can go with a a four guard lineup you know i mean really and, uh, you know, and you'll have Emma Rich coming back next year. She's just, I mean, she's got, have you ever seen her shoot fence? Oh, she, yeah. Like, <laughs> she's, she's an a assassin. She's sharpshooter, dude. Yeah, she's like, an assassin yeah. from and the she's, outside. But she's long. That's the thing. Right. She's like 6'1". So she can get her shot off a lot easier. Losing her so as so early, like, that stunk. Because yeah, I was She really, never even had a chance to make yeah. an impression on this team. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, so yeah. I, I It's going to be fun to watch them play. But you got you to gotta deal with some of the, some of the bummers of that. Right, right now with this team, hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, let's move on. Let's go. Uh, let's go a little NFL. I got a couple. I got at least one question about the NFL. Uh, here we go. So, if you, this is like a personal question for me. If you were the Chicago Bears and you hold the first and the ninth pick in the NFL draft, you are doing blank, trading down. I just I really feel this. Look, I, I don't think Justin Fields is a is gonna be a superstar quarterback. I don't think he's gonna be a 
guy that you look back and say, boy, that was worthy of a top five, top 10 pick. But I think it can be a, you know, from I've studied him a little bit. I've kind of getting caught up on the NFL a little bit. Sure. You're telling me that he can't, he can't play quarterback. If you put the right kind of team around him, they've actually got some decent weapons to work with as a foundational. Now you need to add some higher level weapons to what mm-hmm. you have. I mean, Cole Komet's a good player for them. They, I think they got DJ Moore still yep, correct. Yep, he signed yep. for next year. Yep. You know, go out and, you know, trade down to five and, you know, let one of those teams that wants a quarterback to come up. I don't know if five would necessarily be the one I'd have to actually look at the NFL draft. Spitball, um, yeah. yeah. You know, but like to me, look, I know that next year's draft class isn't great, but I, I really would like to see them give Justin Fields a, a shot. And here's the other thing too, is if you're the GM, you got to be smart about this. If the head coach doesn't get it turned around this year, you're going to fire him anyway, and you're going to want to give your new hire a chance to go out and get his own quarterback. Sure. And not have to inherit a a kid that you drafted this year that he may not like. So, yeah, you could go with Caleb Williams, and I would completely understand that. But basically, you you, all you did is upgrade at one position where if you trade down a little bit, you get you could probably get. I mean, if you go down from like one to five, just looking at like the NFL draft order right now. That's why I got it right here. So five is actually the Chargers. So like, uh, hey, Jim got... Harbaugh, trade up and get JJ McCarthy, baby. Yeah, um, number one. You know, but 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 let's say that um, I'm trying to, you know, let's say the car, the the Patriots at three, or I'm trying yeah. to think, look at these teams that need a quarterback. Let's say the QB. Falcons at eight or something like yeah. that. You know, say one of these teams wants to trade up and get a quarterback wherever. I mean, and honestly, I would even trade if it was a team. Like, let's just say hypoth. Oh God, I don't even want to say it because that'll make me cry. Let's say the Saints at fourteen or the Raiders <laughs> at thirteen decide to trade up. Vikings at 11, one of those teams, and you got to trade all the way down to 11. I'd be willing to do that if I'm the Bears. And sure. the reason I say that is I because I'm going to get a King's ransom in return. Exactly. That's the key right there. Yes. I'm, I want your yes. two. I want your next year's two. I want your next well, year's one. I, like, yes, exactly. I'm getting next yeah. two ones. I'm yeah. getting a two in there. Uh, 100%. And then now you got nine and 11, nine and 13. You're still going to walk out with franchise players. You're going to be able yeah. to get a, a, one of the top receivers at nine. You know, the only thing is, is you're going to miss out on one of the top tackles. That would be the only. Sure. But you even then, there's still some guys, Vince. But yeah. I mean, you're still going to have a chance at Fashano, who may fall out of the top 10 from what I've read. You know, you, you may have a shot at J.C. Latham. I don't know that I'd take him that high, but, you know, who, who knows? He may be more of a right tackle than a left tackle. You're still going to have a shot. Like the Penn State kid, you could even trade down even more. And, and the Mims kid from Georgia, who's, who's got a lot of ability, you need a left tackle. Uh, or you say, hey, look, there's just not that guy on the board right now, so we'll look for that maybe in round two. And there's an impact pass rusher on the board right now. Sure. You, know, you, you get, I mean, think about it. If you traded, let's say you traded down to 11, and you get two number ones in the next couple of years, and you get another two or three, and you walk out of this draft with Roma Dunze or Malik Neighbors and Jared Verse, and you, you got Justin Fields, a quarterback. I'm okay with that. All right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Right. You know, because like, and the thing too is, is if you have a creative offensive corner, even if you're picking 12, 13 and the top receiver has been taken and Brock Bowers is sitting there, you could play Brock Bowers and Cole Komet together. Oh, hundred I mean, percent. Go, dude, go watch some Patriots film. Right. If you don't know how to do that, you they know what I mean? Too, they went too tight or, you know, right. too tight ends. Right. Because they were two very different players. You know, Correct. Cole Komet is a traditional tight end. Brock yeah. Bowers is more of that hybrid type of player. Sure. So, you're in a position where now I'd prefer a receiver, you know, because you do have Me Cole Komet. Me too. But I'm saying, let's say hypothetically, the board doesn't fall your way and the guys you like or whatever. But I mean, I, that's 
I, I'd feel great about it. And then like, let's say at nine, let's say Joe fault, Joe Alt or oh, Fashano falls to nine. You get one of those brainer. two. And no then brainer. you're 13, 14, 15. You're a Keon Coleman type of guy or something like that. All right, cool. Right. You know, the, the, so I just feel like I know, like, I know you could get Caleb Williams. And to me, Caleb Williams is the only quarterback that I would consider in the top five. I like Drake may, and, and if it, if this was a normal era of the NFL, Drake May's not a top five quarterback. He top top yeah. five pick. You know, I, I, I'm definitely not taking Jaden Daniels. I'm definitely not taking any of the other quarterbacks in the top ten. It's just those two guys that really be it for me. Mm-hmm. I just don't know that I, I, I I'm as much as I like Caleb Williams. I'm not sure that I I view him as the the surefire definitely going to be that franchise guy. And then if you miss out on him, now you wasted a chance with the number one yep. pick to really improve your overall situation. And you probably got yeah. rid of Justin Fields, obviously. Yeah. And so what did you get in return? Right. What does that look like? And and, and I'll take yeah. something else right now, Vince. If the Bears really want to be bold and you can't – let's say you don't get enough value to trade out a number one, stay at one, take Marvin Harrison Jr. Ooh. Seriously. I mean, like just – I just feel like taking a quarterback – truly starts you over. I actually think, because I definitely watched the, I watched the Bears play against the Broncos this year. Mm-hmm. And for like half that game, you're like, dude, these guys look pretty good. And then the mm-hmm. other half, you're like, they're a train wreck. <laughs> right. But there's some dudes to work with. And sure. I just feel like you need, you need, uh, I don't care if Caleb Williams is everything we think he can be, you're still not a very good football team around him. Correct. And that's the biggest issue, right? right. I mean, look, you can say what you want to about Justin Fields and and, and a lot of it would be accurate. But he still hasn't. He's still been running behind a Patrick offensive line or throwing, running, whatever. And his his receiving core, his pass catchers have been, eh. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, more is really good. Komet is really good. You got to have more than that. You've got to have more depth from a pass catching situation. And so, you know, you're not giving him everything he needs right. to be a winning quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion. And so. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I'm trading the pick. I am getting the best available at the key positions that I need to fill, you know, primarily offensive line and wide receiver. Those are the two biggest things that absolutely need to be upgraded. Right. If you want to give Justin Fields a legitimate chance to be yeah. your quarterback. I mean, you could do You could get a King's ransom because you say, well, you know, next year's draft class isn't that good. Okay. Use that to your advantage. Absolutely. You know? So absolutely. And then maybe you try and maybe a team like the Patriots are want to leap ahead of the number two team to get the quarterback they want. And you only trade down three. You may not get a second number one, maybe get a couple twos. All right, cool. You're still going to get the best receiver or offensive lineman in the draft. Correct. All right, cool. I get a couple twos. And so even, even if you don't get the Kings ransom because you only trade down two spots or let's say the Redskins, sorry, the commanders are worried about the Patriots leaping them and they want to trade up one spot and you get like, you know, two twos. And I think you'd still yeah. kind of, you could probably get another one, but let's say you only get two twos. Okay. You're falling to two. You get two extra two picks and you're going to get the guy you wanted anyway. Right. If you didn't want a quarterback. So uh, that's what I would do. If yep. I was the bears, I'm with you hundred percent. Let's speak it into existence, baby. All right. We got till April to worry about it. All right. Next one, scale of one to 10 with one being zero and 10 being the entire thing. How much of the NBA All-Star festivities did you watch? So all the, you know, skills and zero. all the different stuff. Can I go zero? Can I go yes. sub? Can I go below one? We go negative at times. Yeah. I didn't even know it was happening until after the fact. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. That's fantastic. I'm right there with you. And the only reason I knew it was happening, and I'll be perfectly honest with you, is because last week I had to go down to Indianapolis for a school safety training. And it was everywhere. You know, it was all the billboards and it was all over the buildings and those flags and it was this and that. I was like, I didn't even know the All-Star game was in Indianapolis, if I'm being honest. And so I was like, oh, the NBA All-Star game is going to be here next weekend. Had no idea. It was in Indiana? Seriously? It was in Indianapolis. Exactly. Thank you. I still didn't watch a single second of it because I just don't care. And the fact that I don't even see what the final score was, but it was about 160 to 150 or something like that. That's ridiculous. That's not even a game. I I heard it was really bad. I've heard even people who, yeah, I I saw it on Twitter. I just really bad. And then like a a guy that's not even in the NBA won the dunk contest. How'd that happen? Yeah, seriously. You can't get like Ola magic or something like that. Like it's not even mean. It's like the D league version. It's, the, I believe it's the D League team for, uh, you know, uh, for the Magic. Crazy, but but like, shouldn't you have guys that actually play in the NBA in the NBA dunk contest? I'm just like, those guys don't even want to participate anymore. What does that say? Well, you remember when we were kids? It says it's, it, what it says is this is why I don't watch the NBA and Correct. we can move on to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> but do you remember the dunk contest, oh, the three point contest when we were kids? The All Star stuff when I was a that kid. was must see TV. I, I still, I still, the bet. I've said this in another the Dominique Jordan dunk contest. Oh. I still think Dominique should have won, but whatever. That was one of the. I mean, it was one of the greatest things I ever saw in my life. You yes. know, the, and even when I got older, the Vince Young. I mean, yes. Vince, Young, Vince Carter. I can't. Vince Carter. I don't know any name. I can't even speak tonight. What the heck is going on? <laughs> Anything that has the Vince Carter Vince, dunk out. contest, man. Oh. Um, yeah, I just and that's uh, about where it. I mean, like when I was a, when I was a kid, I watched more NBA than any other sport. I love the NBA. NBA in the nineties, yeah, eighties. I'm an eighties kid, so but nineties okay. was early Fair early nineties. I've said this before. I have a lot more respect for Jordan's first three titles than I do his last three. Fair because you had to beat a phenomenal Blazers team. You had to beat Barkley and KJ and Marley and the Suns. And who was the other one they beat in that um, that the, those three years? Uh, the you beat the Suns. You beat the Blazers, did you beat the Blazers twice? Yeah. Oh, the Lakers, duh. It was, it was always the Pacers in the Eastern yeah. Conference Finals, it felt like. Yeah, uh, but they had to beat there. the Lakers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, that was that was some, man, that was some great basketball back then. I, I love watching the finals and, and, and stuff in the 90s. Like, I really, really enjoyed watching it. And then after that, it was just, like, it was yeah. it was all downhill from there. Uh, but, yeah, the, the Jordan era yeah. That, the Jordan era for me was like that was at your you know, age. I can understand that. Yeah, because yeah, you're like three, like what three years younger than three yeah, four I years younger so. than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like Bird and Magic were just kind of on the end of their careers Correct. as you were starting. They were to watch. just behind. Like I didn't watch when they were the right. dudes. Well, like Jordan's I mean? first title was against Magic, right? That's, I mean, yeah. it was Vladi Divac Lakers. You know, not Kareem Abdul Jabbar Lakers. Like I had to watch the right. the Celtics beat and then lose two twice. Beat once, lose two twice when I was a kid. But yeah, it. Um, yeah, it, uh, it. I just. I, I, the NBA is just not a fun sport to watch <laughs> no, anymore. Like they, they were starting to get to the point where I was really enjoying it with some of those uh, warrior teams that were coming along. But then it just like, like whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Could not agree more. Yeah. With that. All right. Here we go. Next question. If you were the GM or the owner of the Athletics, and you're where are you moving your team? Utah. Vegas, are you staying in Oakland? 
That's a great question. I would definitely not stay in Oakland. Like that's, that's off fair. the table. That's like fair. completely. I, off I the threw table. that out there on just like a, okay. Yeah. Do you want to try to stay where you're at? But yeah, yeah. I don't know enough about support for Utah to be able to say for sure Utah. I'd be very intrigued by it. Sure. I'd want to know what kind of package the city's going to give us. I'd want to know that. I'd want to know because Salt Lake City is actually a pretty decent sized TV market, and. You know, yeah. there, there, there'd be less, say, distractions during the year in Salt Fair. Lake City than there would be in <laughs> Las Vegas. I would say completely opposite. <laughs> so, uh, what? I'd say completely opposite. I mean, as far as like... Oh, yes. yes you know what I yes, mean? Yes, yes, <laughs> The vibe. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I would I would be very intrigued by the Utah, the Salt... Because I assume it's going to be Salt Lake City. I believe so. I just yeah. keep hearing Utah. Yeah. I'd be very intrigued because that's a very loyal fan base. I just don't know if basketball, baseball is something they care about. Maybe they sure. do. Sure. Um, so, I'd be very intrigued by that. I'd, I'd, I'd want to hear about the city reception because I, I just think that'd be, that'd be something new. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's kind of like you're you're don't you're kind of diving into a fan base that that you know that you they may love you if you do it right you know like hey they finally have a baseball team so yeah it'd, it'd be interesting that's one that i would strongly consider or you could be like the rockies and have a mm. decent following but it's it's always going to be a football town and sure you know but like in 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 denver though you've got the broncos you've got the nuggets you've got the avalanche and salt lake city you've got the university of utah that's it yeah, you know, so the Jazz, I, yeah, where are they at? It, right, they're they're. they're in Salt are they in Salt Lake City? I see this okay, NBA yeah, talk. Jazz, yeah. yeah. For, <laughs> no, they're not in Utah anymore. Are they? I think so. Did they move? I thought they went down to New Orleans. They were in New Orleans back in the day, but and now they they're up in Utah. Hold on a second, I'm gonna look at this because this just tells you how they how were. They were in. Sa- they were in New Orleans when uh, Pistol Pete was the was on the team. I thought they moved. Again, I thought they became the Pelicans. Isn't that the team that left to become the Pelicans? Did they get a team back, or am I just thinking of somebody else? No, that's somebody else. Okay, that's somebody else. Uh, that may or may not have been the horror, the Charlotte team. I, I could, know. yeah, I think you're right. I think that that used to be the Hornets, is what I'm looking at here. So me, yeah, they were the Hornets. That was the Hornets. <laughs> it, it shows you how much I know about the NBA. To be I know, right? Honest with you. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't care at all. I don't. I don't want to waste the. Here's cool thing though. I didn't know that Trajan Langdon is the GM of the New Orleans Pelicans. I, I didn't did know, not that. know that either. Hey, it's a pretty good player I'll back see. in the day. You learn something new. So yeah, the I, U- I have U- seen Utah's in Salt Lake City. Yes, I have seen renderings of what they want to do with a baseball stadium. They basically want to build the stadium and then like build basically a whole like experience around it. You know That'd what I mean? Cool. Um, and it's, it, it's, it's intriguing. I will give them that. Now you, and then you look at the Vegas side and they're talking about tearing down one of the casinos and putting the stadium like right on the strip. No, like, I would that, want no part of that. Like that is a very interesting. No, as, as a, very, as an owner, I'd probably like that. But like, to sure. me, I don't know if base, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if a sport that plays every single day is going to be the one that like necessarily is the best for Vegas. Like, I think Vegas is going to be, it could be great for like that, that like NFL, yeah, play one day a week. Right. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if, how I'd feel about Vegas, man. Well, I get There's where you're coming of, from. I get it. Uh, ladies right. are starting to they, – they they were down five. They're now up three. They just went up 40-37 in the third quarter. So okay. On that. Okay. I like where that's All coming. Right. KK just scored in the paint, so. All right. All right. Last question for Rapid Fire. Buy or sell the fact that Best Buy is removing all physical media – 
from its stores. So like CDs, DVDs, yeah. like anything you can actually take home and why it's all gone. All right. Do you want my personal want buy, sell, buy or sell or the, or, or looking at it from a business this, standpoint? This is meant from, a, this is a nostalgia question. That's from a nostalgia is. question. Yes. Sell the crap out of this. Thing. <laughs> it makes me very mad. Yes. From a running a business standpoint, it makes sense. Sure. I mean, like, sure. you know, like I can't even buy a laptop anymore with, with a thing for a disc anymore. Yeah. To play like old videos and stuff. I'm Nothing. like, how the heck do I watch these things? Like, <laughs> I you know, know, right. My computer doesn't play them. My laptop doesn't play them. Like, how the heck am I supposed you to get like an external video? You got to yeah. get like an external drive. And like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. This is the worst. Yeah. So, I mean, I get it. Business standpoint, buy nostalgia. Everything's on our phones now. And all this sure. smart. I just, I hate it. I just. <laughs> so do I. There's nothing like, man, just popping in that disc and playing it. And then, you know, a movie's good when you can't watch it anymore because it starts skipping. Yes. Like, you know, that's a good movie yes. right there, man. I played the heck out of this thing. Right. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I, know. I read that and I was like, seriously? Like, yeah. this is yet another thing that I'm going to have to explain to my young kids about how it used to yes. be. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, like now, like I'm at home. I, I want to watch a movie. I, I got it on demand and I, you know, right. Kids will never know. These I want to go are... buy it. And so I buy it here and you know what I mean? Right. And it's just like. You know, can't be stolen, can't get scratched. This is true. I mean, so it makes and and here's the other thing too is I mean the cost is so much greater because I don't have to, you know, I have to package. I don't have to pay for the the overhead of the discs and the things sure, around sure. them and the packaging and then ship them and then I gotta pay this guy to sell it and no, I just look. You know, here's here's the deal. So why would I? Because it, it's not just Best Buy, but like if you're a company, like why would I make DVDs anymore? Oh, I make DVDs anymore? Yeah, hundred percent. So hundred percent. Yeah, I mean just. And, and I know that this is not the same as Best Buy because Best Buy is someplace where you go and purchase it. And there was nothing like purchasing a new movie and like ripping it open and watching it. Like nothing like it. But like, I know I'm going in the Wayback Machine, but like going to Blockbuster on a Friday night and your parents finally said, okay, or you got a date or whatever. And like, hey, let's go to Blockbuster. We'll get a movie. We'll get some popcorn. Like there was no better argument you could have with your sibling about what movie you were going to rent. Or, you know, no better feeling than, you know, renting a movie with your girl and going home and watch. Like, that whole thing is just gone. It's just gone. Mm -hmm. And it stinks. I like, miss being able to go to Blockbuster. And yes. do all. Yeah, I, I do. I mean, that was, you that travel was fun. You the new edition wall and you walk all the way around the store and you're, you know, oh, I want to see that. Oh, I want to see that. One. Oh, are you kidding me? They don't have this one. Like, yeah, man. I, I just, I miss it. And I know that sounds crazy, but like that was... Yeah. That was a cool Friday night, yeah, man. It was Saturday night. Although, I mean, the, the, but let's be honest. We remember that part. We forget the part where you go and you're like, they're freaking out of the movie I wanted to get. Exactly. Like, yes. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, frustrated. there's that yeah. too. Now it's like, I don't have to worry about it. But no, I right. mean, there, there's things like that. You get the little, you know, popcorn there. You get your candy. Yeah. One stop shopping, know. man. Yeah, I mean, it just, it, the, the, I miss, there is one blockbuster still left. It's still in existence it's out in the Oregon? Northwest. Oregon, I think. I yeah. think. Yeah. Like, I, part of me wants to go there, but I know, you know to visit it. But then I'd have to go to Oregon. And, <laughs> you know, okay, I just got to make sure it's not too close to Portland. There's uh, there's parts of Oregon that are gorgeous. Like, oh my gosh, absolutely. But then you just got to stay out of Portland. But um, yeah, I, I mean, nostalgia wise, man, it's it's a it's a hard sell. Oh, me too. So business wise, it makes a ton of sense. Oh, it makes perfect sense. Like, yeah. just for example, this afternoon, we're, we're kind of sitting around, had the day off of school, it's President's Day, you know, and 
my wife was telling me she found out about the movie radio, right? With Cuba Gooding Jr. and Ed Harris, you know, (laughs) we've all seen it. She's for some reason, she just found out about it. And she's like, I want to watch that movie. So I'm looking for it. Okay. It's on uh, prime video, but you got to get rent it. You know, it's like three 99 or something. I was like, watch it. She's like, yep. I go, boop. And we're watching it like instantly. Like no driving to the store. Like, you know, I mean, yeah, it is I what it you. is, but yeah. Just they just think. forced a turnover, took it to the house. They're now up seven. Hannah scored at the rim on a, on, a, on a fast break, so they're up seven now. Oh, that Two was a foul, too. Yeah. That, that was a foul. Yeah. Should have called it. Should have been a three-point. So, yeah, but it, it is a lot of those things. It just makes yeah. me sad that, you know, it's not like it was when I was a kid. Some of the things I'm like, I kind of like. The, I, like, sure. Get through the nostalgia. I like the fact that I don't have to go to. You know, I get it. When I want to watch a movie and I don't have to leave the house, it's cool. But then when I think <laughs> of the nostalgia, I'm like, I miss all that. You know, yeah. But, um, they're up nine now. They're on a roll. This is good. This is good news. Yeah. This is yeah. good news. They need. That's the said, man. They need this win. I mean, Duke's Duke's a solid team. You know, for sure. Um, for anyway. sure. So yeah, that was a good one, Vince. Is that all you got for me? That's for, all I got, um, man. That's the that's the list, man. That's the list. I enjoyed it. Yeah, thanks for doing that. I We're- can't believe I did. I forgot the jazz. I, I could have swore the jazz had moved, but <laughs> I yeah, there was a lot of movement from like because I think there is a there's a Charlotte Bobcats and then it right. was like, there there was a lot of movement there. Right, the Seattle for- Supersonic Sonics are no uh, longer yeah. a thing, yeah. you know. And yeah, the Rain Man. They're the Oklahoma the- State. They're the Oklahoma Thunder. City Thunder now, right? Yeah, yeah, all of it. Just- <laughs> Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.